was a boy who had a band of brothers. There was a boy who had a band of brothers. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. Far away! Far away! Far away! He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far. Good evening, Cobbacy families, and welcome to the Cobbacy Evening Fireside Podcast. The Warriors and the Braves are in their beds and exhausted. The sun has gone down over the bunks, and it's time for you to find out what happened today. Today being day two of Tribal Games 2019. Each morning before the boys sleepily shuffle off to morning flags, normally blue sheets are put on each wooden breakfast table, and normally they have the color of a main summer sky, and each boy and each counselor looks over those blue sheets to see what will happen today. This would be your blue sheet report for what happened today, but today is just a schedule because we are in travel games and that's all we do. Today was an absolutely gorgeous day. It was, again, just like the weather report promised. 81 degrees, steady breeze, totally awesome for athletics. As long as we make sure we get water and sunscreen in and to and on the boys, everything works out great and it has been working out just great. I'm just going to get into what happened today because it was huge and power-packed and full of stories. Uh, Today at 7.15, Reveille, 7.40, the tribes assembled in their tribal meeting places. Eagles at volleyball, bears at the north end zone, owls at Bluey Field bleachers, and the stags at the Bluey Field outfield bleachers. At 7.45, we're up to the flagpole, and at 7.55 was flag raising. I don't know if folks back home know this, but there is a tradition during tribal games and in color war but obviously we're talking about tribal games here of silent meals that's right no one's allowed to talk uh except for the adults because the boys are resting and they sit there and they they eat and they drink lots and lots of water and they are contemplative and every so often usually one of the youngsters tries to tell me a story in super excited and convoluted sign language which i can never decipher that's about once a meal at 9.15, there's inspection. They have to have their personal area and their bed inspected. And the campers stand next to the bed and they get their fingernails checked to make sure there's no grime, that they've actually been showering because, you know, gross. At 9.30 was the second tournament round, which was the Bears versus the Owls and the Eagles versus the Stags. The Braves played Gaga. The Breps played tennis. The Minters had a swim meet. And the Sachers had climbing, archery, and squash. Climbing is worth 10, 5, 3, and 2 points for 1st through 4th, and archery 4, 3, 2, 1, same with squash. If you hear any cheering in the background, that is because we are literally in the middle of our staff basketball game, and only the Sachers, only the seniors in the Sachem are up, some of the council boys watching the staff go at it hardcore. The last two games, one of them was overtime, the other one was 18 to 21, and uh, they're pretty fierce. We have a lot of good ballers. 10.45 today was the third tournament round. Bears versus Stags, Eagles versus Owls to start off with. These are always tournaments. So, you know, B plays S, and then E plays O, and then winners play losers, and then you have first through fourth. Braves had a track meet. Breps had a swim meet. Minters, handball. That's team handball. And uh, Satyrs had football. 
At 12.15 was OMOM number two. MOM stands for Mind Over Matter. And that is, uh, this one was all about what happened on July 20th, 1969 in detail. Anybody know? Yeah, that's right. It's the moon landing. And I'm, I haven't seen the scores from that, but I'm not sure how many kids even know that that happened um, on that day. But just as a side note, one of the major insurers who makes sure that Cobbacy is safe and supported, uh, his name is Michael. And Michael watched the moon landing at Camp Cobbacy in the counselor lounge with the rest of the camp on a tiny little black and white TV. Happened right here. A major American moment witnessed at summer camp at Camp Cobbacy. Pretty cool story. Then there was a silent lunch. And then the theme for the impromptu skits were available in the office. The impromptu skit is a tradition of color war and travel games. Basically, each of the teams gets a prompt. This one was if Griff and Josh and Lloyd and Tom were stranded on an island in the Survivor game show, who would get voted off last? Who would win Survivor? I won in one of the potential futures. The best skit was belonged to the stags although it was more hotly contested than you would have guessed at first there was some pretty funny stuff there was one person being griff uh and played by one of the teams all he could say was thanks guys and he said that a million different ways played by isaac smith then there was a rest hour so impromptu skit stuff came out and then there was a rest hour and after the rest hour pardon me i'm flipping pages was a new afternoon, and literally I have here, here this wibbly wobbly sound of paper. I have the huge scoreboard that Griff gave me for this podcast, and I now can no longer see Tammy across the way because I'm looking at this gigantic scoreboard. Today, at the beginning of the, uh, the second round, the score was uh, pretty close across the board. One of the things we're looking for in tribal games is an even split, and that means the teams are even. And this morning, in the middle of the morning, the Eagles were fourth with 130 points. The Bears were third with 141. The Owls were second with 155. And the Stags were first with uh, 163. The Stags have been steadily leading today. But at dinner, the scores had shifted a little bit with the Bears still behind at 176. The Eagles still in third with 179, so pretty close. And in second place were the Owls at 203 points. And in first place, the Stags with 204 points. And as I speak, as staff basketball rages behind me, the scores are as follows. Bears still in fourth place, 196, although they just won staff basketball and continue to win their second game, which is worth a lot of points. And then the Eagles are still in third with 234. The Stags, second place, 239 points. And the Owls surging to a lead at the end of the second day, 243 points. It bears mentioning, anytime we talk about scores in tribal games, that their 2015 was a dead even tie after four and a half days of competition, 687 to 687 between the Owls and the Stags. So, who knows where this will take us in the next three days, but it has started off fierce, yet sportsmanlike, yet competitive. Who knows what the scores will be next time we talk.
a magnificent and busy thing to run Camp Coppice. Each day I make it out of the office and into the breeze and sunlight, and so much sunlight today, of Coppice and spend time with your boys. Sometimes it's a game of knockout. Sometimes it's watching an intercamp. And sometimes it's just marvelous one-on-one time with a single boy. Those are some of my favorite times. This is what I saw today. There's so much to talk about in terms of anecdotes, and it's impossible in any podcast about travel games to talk about all of the amazing things I saw in a single game of Knockout Alone. I believe it was the Stags versus the Owls. Yes, that's correct. So green versus yellow. Uh, it's impossible for me to describe the rules of Awesome Ball to you because they are a little bit arcane and they are also invented here. Awesome Ball was invented by Coach Tom Donahue, our very own state championship coach. Uh, he's our baseball coach and he invented Awesome Ball. It's basically a mix of dodgeball and baseball with a size one soccer ball. And uh, you can score points on defense and as offense by the normal runs, and you can plunk somebody with a size one soccer ball, which never hurts. It's a very soft ball. So there's hitting, and then there's dodging and running the bases. Anyway, there's a bunch of... You can hear the chanting behind me. This Tribal Games is still literally lifting off as I tell this story. So uh, you can score points on either side of the ball, as I said, and uh, and there's a, a rule of innings. Everybody, An inning is the entire batting order from top to bottom, and then that inning is over. Because remember, you can score on defense and offense. And then you switch. And there's probably three innings in a game. Anyway, this one went into uh, extra innings twice because it was so close. And in the second to last inning, I saw a boy get up. And his baseball is not his favorite sport. This is a warrior. He's in fifth or sixth grade. First year kid. And uh, he loves other sports, but he didn't love this sport. And his chief whose name is Jackson, is just jumping around going ballistic because Awesome Ball's very fun to watch. It's full of all kinds of wacky stuff. And also, it is, um, you know, requires a lot of don't run, throw now, all of those things. And he's doing all of that. And he sees this boy get up, and you only get two strikes in Awesome Ball. He misses badly the first time, misses badly the second time. And even though his team was in extra innings, this is the person in charge of the entire team of the Owls, not just of the Warriors who were playing Awesome Ball, but the whole thing. And he's famous for flying around and being crazy and leading cheers, and he's watching this batter misses once, misses twice, puts his head down in disgrace and shame. He's so upset. He's, you can tell he's about to start crying, fifth grader, and he stumbles back to the bench, and Jackson, without missing a beat, puts down all of his stuff, hands his clipboard to his assistant who's standing there, grabs a clipboard, not really knowing what to do. And Jackson goes into the dugout, and I see Jackson and this boy's head disappear behind the yellow dugout. He was not going to let a failure like that land too heavy on that boy. And for me, even though it was a strikeout, or maybe because it was, it was the epitome of what makes us different, in that the moment when a boy does something really great is, of course, cause for triumph and success and accolades and praise. But also when the, when the boy fails, which they do here, by design, that is the moment when a good counselor can slide in and have the conversation, whichever, whichever one it is. Maybe it's the, what are you going to do better next time? Or look at all the ways your team has been helped by your presence. Or we need you tomorrow. Or 
uh, what you do on the field matters, but not as much as how you think about yourself or whichever one it is that Jackson delivered. And I didn't ask him. I just know it was a good one because it's Jackson. It's the reason why he's chief. But he did it, and he did it right in the middle of the action. And his team went on to win that game, but he was down in that dugout with that warrior. So, that was what I saw today. There's other legends about today. There was a, a soccer game decided in a PK shootout, and the ball ricocheted off the crossbar. There was double overtime, staff basketball game. There was all manner of craziness. There was a great cross-country race today. There was so much competition, so much grace, and so much ferocity all mixed together, which really is the stew around here. That's the magic sauce. It was really a wonderful full first day, but second day of Tribal Games 2019. And so that is our little informal podcast for yet another glorious day at Camp Cobbacy for boys. Your boys will go to sleep tonight with steady counselors watching over them, nodding off, or just crashing out entirely surrounded by their friends, loons sounding unheard on the lake, all is well and fired up in this place set apart.